Mr. Stelwell again, he assigned um, pen pals to us. And I happened to have a pen pile, pen pal in Magdeburg, Germany. Wow. And that was right up beyond the Berlin Wall. The Nazis had total control of it. And we started writing. And I don't understand how all the things got through. So you're in middle school, elementary mm-hmm, right. school. And Seventh you, or eighth and grade. And you start... This is fascinating. So I'm assuming this is post-war, or is the war going on? The war is still going on. The war is going on, and you're writing mm-hmm. a German girl mm-hmm. in Magdeburg. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Christ in All Things, a conversation about meaning and purpose. It's based on a Bible verse, Colossians 1:17, which says, Christ is before all things, and in him... All things hold together. Christ in All Things is a listening ear into conversations about receiving and giving the love and hope of Christ. And these conversations, they are an invitation. Because as you'll hear, and as much as we enjoy having them, digital media operates from a distance. And that is not what's best for us, with God, or with one another. So, thanks for listening. And if you're in the neighborhood, we invite you to participate in person in the life that finds its epicenter at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Welcome to Christ in All Things. I am Pastor Lance O'Donnell. I am Pastor Jason Schockman. And we are here with our special guest today, Dorothy Duco. Welcome, Dorothy. Thank you. We are delighted. We are delighted to have you. We had uh, we had to reschedule this a couple times, so we're mm-hmm. we're glad to get you to get you in the studio. Almost had to reschedule because of a freight train today, but she made it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a great thing. Was she chasing the train? Uh, I don't know if she was chasing the train or if it was chasing her, but you know. Either way, she made it. It just wasn't a hundred plus car train. That was a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there is, if for our listeners who are out of the area, there is a, a rail line that goes right through Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, uh, that occasionally uh, interrupts one's uh, transversing, as it were, of, <laughs> across uh, town. Across across town. It doesn't mean she's from the other side of the tracks. <laughs> Although she is. Well, I am. <laughs> but she is. Not, but not that way. As it were. Oh. All right. So, Dorothy, as, as we told you, you know, we, these, the interviews that we do in Christ and All Things really are, revolve around two questions. The, the, the first question is, and this is going to seem silly, but what's your name? Dorothy Faye. Dorothy Faye. And mm-hmm. what, remind me, your maiden name is? Eiling. Eiling. I H L I G. So do you remember so what do you remember what that means? Eiling? No, I don't. That it was a German name that actually they changed it. It used to be E I L I N G. Okay. But everybody called it E Eiling. Okay. And so they changed it to I so people would get it right. So you are you are Dorothy Faye. Faye. Do you um Pastor Shockman, I know you were doing a little bit of the name research. Uh, I'll have you ask her this this question. So do you know what Dorothy means? Of course. What's it mean? Um, child of God. Yeah. Yep. God's <laughs> gift. God's yeah. gift. Yep. Dorothy means God's gift. How about Faye? Well, that's my great-grandma Molly's last name. 
She came from Ireland. (laughs) And I wish I'd have gotten more information from her. You know, as a kid, you don't think it's important to hear history. You just kind of live with it, and that's it. But um, anyway, my mother's mother died when she was nine, and her father wasn't present. That's another whole story. But um, she raised my mom. And she was still living when I got married. She was in her 90s and just the most delightful lady, tiny like my mom and like I'm getting to be. <laughs> but um, that's kind of why I think my mom named me that, just to bring back memories. All right. So that's the, the family story behind your middle name is, is you're related to your maternal Grandmother. grandmother. Great-grandmother. Oh, maternal great-grandmother. Oh, that's, yeah. that's fun. Her mother had died, um, like I say, when my mom was nine. And then my, her grandma her grandma, raised her. And so, and so Dorothy means gift of God. Is there mm. an additional story behind why they chose that? I don't that think know? so. I think, to be honest, that was right around of, uh, the Wizard of Oz. I hate to really mention no, that, but yeah, I yeah. do very often because that way people never forget my name. Well, especially here in Oconomowoc. <laughs> right. Yeah. So for our listeners, and that's that's worth noting, do you know the story behind that with Oconomowoc? That you yes, can tell? So sure. Tell, tell, sure. Our, tell our listeners what the story is with Wizard of Oz in well, Oconomowoc. I'm not sure that I want to do that because I don't know as much about it that I should. So if my, my recollection my <laughs> recollection is, is wasn't it, isn't the, the first public showing, showing of the movie of mm-hmm. the movie the wizard of oz was in oconomowoc wisconsin right, right on main street at a at a theater yeah. on main street and when golly was it a few years ago was it the 75th anniversary of that movie I'm not sure so that there was a big deal so we do these occasionally in oconomowoc in the summer they have these moonlit movies for the 75th anniversary mm-hmm. of the the opening of the wizard of oz they we put a great big giant movie theater downtown and when all the lights went on downtown, all these, you know, thousands of people gathered and they showed the wizard of Oz uh-huh. in downtown Oconomowoc, which was really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. fun. You go play, if you go to businesses around town, you'll some of the supporting businesses that, you know, that sponsored it, they gave one of the, they gave them like canvas prints of the, of a picture of the event. So you'll see those pictures around town. Yeah. Here and there. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. That's kind of fun. And the statues too. So not, <laughs> so not only, not only does your name mean gift of God, mm-hmm. which is a, a great name, uh, <laughs> but it also has some, some interesting cultural cachet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Here in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so let, I want to yeah. go back to your middle name, Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Faye has several meanings depending on the language that it comes from. Mm-hmm. Now I hadn't banked on the Irish connection right so i'll come back to that in a minute okay um but fay if it comes from french it means fairy that didn't seem to fit you very well if it comes from the latin root it means destiny or fate Hmm. which maybe yeah Uh, but if it comes from the hebrew root right then we're talking loyalty trust believe or hope Hmm. Nice. Right? I, I thought like that, that was really cool. So yeah, God's like gift, hope, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then I'm going to come to your last name in a minute here. Uh, but to go back to the fae from the Irish, uh, it actually means raven. Raven. Yeah. Oh. That which That's Okay. Strange. Instri- interesting. Yeah. Novel. <laughs> uh, now, Duco, mm-hmm. 
uh, actually Dorothy's married name. Dorothy's married yeah. name, right? Uh, but the family name, right? Duco uh, is uh, East. It's actually a village in East Central Poland. Is that right? It is. Uh, but as a as a word or as a name, it means spirit breathed. Mm. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's by name, God's gift of hope that is spirit breathed. Wow. <laughs> and my guess is your husband, Bill, mm-hmm. um, I'm just, it's kind of laughing thinking about this. Um, my guess is he had what, 200 pounds on you? Oh yeah. <laughs> but at one time he actually lost a hundred of those pounds. Did he? Yeah. He was a yeah. big dude. Yeah. He was, if you knew him. <laughs> yeah. Big bone, big bone. Well, big, big in many ways. Yeah. yeah big bone man, yeah. big voice. He was, yeah, he, he, he was a Christian because he and his brother went to confirmation class some time ago, sometime when in his teens, I think it was, but he wasn't going to church or anything, you know, and, um, got along pretty good. And then I brought him to church. Yeah. And then he met you and everything, (laughs) everything everything changed, changed, right. For me too. (laughs) As it does, as it does for many men, Uh, Mm -hmm. meet a good Christian girl and all of a sudden, yeah. Uh, Things change. On that note, I want to I want to turn to our next set of questions. Okay. And or next question that is. Okay. And this is this is what we'll explore. So one of the other things that we ask our guests to think about is what are the what are the top three to five things that formed you as a human being? So what where, where do you want to where do you want to start? Well. I guess I started my beginning with my folks. Um, they were really good, solid Christians. They took me to church. And when I was going into seventh grade, they enrolled me in a Lutheran school in West Dallas so that I would get my confirmation instructions in school and rather than have to drag me over on Saturday. <laughs> and well, they put you, They put you in Christian school. Right. So that they could have their Saturdays free. Because if guess. you went to public school, you had it. to go to Saturday school. Okay. <laughs> I would not doubt that. Okay. But that is where my head, I had my really best experience with a teacher. Well, he was a teacher. He was a principal. He was a um, choir director, Leonard Stellwang. And he taught three, three classes in a run room, 6th, 7th, and 8th. And this man was, I don't know how to describe him. He just really... Showed me what the Lord is. You know so what? what I mean? uh, give me the last name again. Stellwagen. Stellwagen, mm-hmm. and this was at which school? Jordan Evangelical. That was a Wisconsin Senate school. Yeah, Jordan Evangelical Lutheran mm-hmm. school. Church and School. Mm-hmm. And this is Milwaukee, West Dallas. In West Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. And I just—he just impressed me. He was strict as all get out. I mean, he didn't pull any punches, but he just made a big impression on me. So that kind of is where that's. Started. And from there, I I just kind of blossomed, I think, because they involved me in so many things at that church. Yeah. Um, I was only 14 when I was invited to sing with the choir. Yeah. Okay. And that was big for me, but other things too. So all in all, it was a, it was a good time. So it, it's interesting. We asked, we asked you for your, the, your top three to five things that formed you. I already right. And we don't have to do those in 30 seconds. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to explore this. Right. But you said your parents. Right. And, but then you immediately said, because your parents took you to Jordan Evangelical Lutheran School right. and, and you met, and you met Leonard Stellogan. Stellogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit. So let, tell us a little bit more about mom and dad. 
Well, it was during the war and depression. And, oh, so you're in the 1930s. Yep. And then early. And um, they didn't have a lot of money. I came around, along pretty much by surprise. And my dad was driving as a chauffeur for the uh, mayor of West Dallas. Okay. And his wife was a um, teacher and a principal also in school in West Dallas. And um, when his, his, the um, husband died, then he got almost full-time driving her everywhere. But the neat part about that is we came to live with her. She had a huge home, four bedrooms, four rooms downstairs, two living rooms, and only one little bathroom. <laughs> I mean, really little, and we were, we were good though, you know. Was she a widow? Yep. Okay. She became a widow, and because um, the mayor, she said the mayor, he was the chauffeur for the mayor, right? Of oh, West Dallas, the chauffeur for the mayor. Oh, I assumed the mayor away. was the woman. Okay, so right. but the mayor passed, passed away, away, so right. his widow invited your family in to, to move stay. in with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, no I by kidding. then had had a brother who came along just about eighteen months after me. Okay, so you're the firstborn. Mm-hmm. Okay, his name is Bob Robert. Yeah, he passed away in 2014. Okay, but um, we, we, that was the, that was our family. Okay. And her name was Mrs. Evans, Mrs. Maud Evans. And she was a wonderful, strange person. <clears throat> we had, as I say, two living rooms, actually. One was her room, and she sat on this couch every day, and the other one was for us. She, not that she wouldn't let us in her room, don't get me wrong, but that's how the setup was. Yeah. And uh, she just was very generous with us. She loved to travel. So we as kids got to go on some mighty fine trips. We did never she, would Did have she have on. children? No, no children. So she uh, so she had no children. No did, children. And she had a little bit of money. Oh yeah. She, okay. She was well she would have been more well set had the banks not crashed because of they course. really took a hit and she basically was living on the interest of some investments that he had. Okay. So uh-huh. it, it wasn't all bed of roses, that's for sure. Sure. But um, anyway, we went to out west, we went out east, we went you know, different parts of the country. And this was in the night, so while the war was going on? No, yeah, I think it still was because that was in the 40s, so yeah. it ended in 45, so yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a rough time. I mean, basically we were just blessed because we were able to do so much we never were. And that's why I think I don't know too much about the bad part of the war. It was just kind of kept from me, you know. We didn't talk about it. We had to comply with all the rules and everything. Yeah. And what year What year were you born? 34, 1934. Okay, so you're born You're born in 34, so you are... Six, I'll be 89. You're, so, you're, so you're seven, you're seven roughly when Pearl when, Harbor happens. Right, mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I mean, the war is already going in Europe. Right, mm-hmm. um, that you're, I mean, so you're born in the... In the meat of the depression, right? Okay. And the funny part of that is now I still live in those days, as far as being very, 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 you know, conservative, and saving every little thing. I can remember my mom taking plastic bags and putting them on a faucet so they dry and they could be reused. And I kind of do some of those things, not that, but you know. And my kids kind of can't understand that. Why are you doing that, you know? And I said, well, you guys didn't live when I did. We were brought up that way. 
So, so no, I know you've downsized a couple times, so you're not going to bequeath to your children, you know, a couple roomfuls of plastic <laughs> containers or anything. No, right? no. In fact, the last move I made, we really cleaned out a lot of things yeah. that I'd been hanging on to, you know. And in a way, it was hard, but I'm still thankful that there, it's it's not there anymore. Yeah. So. So. Number one, so number one, you said was mom and dad, and mom mm-hmm. and you know your so your your father's name first was name again is Raymond. Raymond, and your mom. My mom was Lucille. Lucille. So so Raymond and Lucille. Mm-hmm. Um, Eileen. Eileen. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they have so he, he somehow becomes the driver for the mayor mm-hmm. of West Allis. Right. And then the mayor died, mm-hmm. and his and and his widow Maud has this big home mm-hmm. and she ends up inviting the, the Eilings to come live mm-hmm. with them. And, and so that's yeah. where I lived until I was married. No wow. kidding. Mm-hmm. And you were there. You were there <laughs> the all in my Ms. life. And, and Mrs. Eiling was, or Mrs. Mrs. Evans was very generous mm-hmm. and took you, you and your family mm-hmm. on all kinds of trips. So right. They didn't have children. She had a little bit of money. And so. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was my, and I think when I think back, you know, I here again, I wish I'd had more stories to tell about So what that. was your favorite trip? I'm curious. I think the one out west. Where did you go? Oh, we went all the way to Yellowstone and then down to... Um, did you drive or go by train? We drove. You all drove? All the time. We took us three weeks. Lord have mercy. So what kind of car was it that you drove? I have no idea, but and it this was is probably before, a Chevrolet. You prob- this is before the interstate <laughs> highway system. Oh yeah, it okay. was it was very interesting. We got to see the Grand Canyon and um, all, all, all on one trip. All on one trip. So Yellowstone, the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon, and down through Colorado, which is a beautiful state. Yeah, and then we stopped so many different places. It would be redundant to start <laughs> mentioning those, but it was wonderful, really great. Although we can, I can still remember my brother says, "Aren't we there yet?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty common refrain, right? You know, and, <laughs> and so I kind of agreed with him. Roughly, roughly, how old were you when you made that trip? Uh, 10, 11, 12, I'm not sure. So we're, you know, for, so the war, as far as you know, is still going on. So we're mm-hmm. 44, 45, something yep. like that. The war yep. is still going on, and you guys, so are in. I'm not real good with dates. Yeah, you know that's kind of gone past me, but um, yeah, it was still wartime and. I, I'll never forget the day that I, they announced the, the uh, successful end to the war. Where were you? I was at a friend's cottage, and I can remember all of a sudden fireworks started going off. Oh, and wow. I didn't. We didn't know what it was all about until we heard on the radio. Do you remember? Was this the final? Was this victory in Europe was, or was victory in Japan? No, it was. Yeah, no. This was the war in Germany. This is your, yeah. the war in Germany. Yeah, VE v- Day. The Japanese okay. was right. still going. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was. It was. Um, we like I say, we're young. We don't really realize what it was all about. You know, I hadn't thought of this. It's curious. Um, you're a, you're, I mean, you're a German girl. German, Irish, and English. I'm, so yeah. I've been so, told. But you haven't. But you have a German last name. Mm-hmm. How was that? Did you experience any negativity uh, because of that well, when you I, were a girl? No, not not, not here. Um, I do have an interesting story though, and I think this is part of my life too. Uh, during the war, I, Mr. Stelwell again, he assigned um, 
pen pals to us. And I happen to have a pen pile pen pal in Magdeburg, Germany. Wow. And that was right up beyond the Berlin Wall. The Nazis had total control of it. And we started writing, and I don't understand how all the things got through. So you're in middle school, elementary mm-hmm, right. school. And Seventh you, or eighth and grade. And you start, this is fascinating. So I'm assuming this is post-war, or is the war going on? The war is still going on. The war is going on, and you're writing mm-hmm. a German girl mm-hmm. in Magdeburg, mm-hmm. writing in English, I assume. Mm-hmm. She wrote, she could speak German, English, um, Latin, uh, French. <laughs> now, so, did, yeah, she, now, now I'm, I'm, my memory's being jogged here. Didn't you keep this going for years? Up until about four years ago when her mail wow. came back. Her mail came back and I never could trace her. I went online and everything else. And what, is, what is her name? It's Margot, M-A-R-G-O-T. Her maiden name was um, oh Margot... I'll give you her married name, Danny, D-E-H-N-E. And he happened to be a Lutheran pastor. They had services in their basement. And it was always a risk. In fact, when she'd write to me, she'd tell me, don't don't write anything about this. You know, and I would send her all things. We were the same size, feet and everything. And so, and she said, put it all in a, a bag, you know, a, a, trying to think of the word. Anyway, it has to be sewed up. So it was a, you know. Oh, so you would send her not just a letter, but like a, a care package. Yeah, yeah, very okay. often. And she said that way, if you tie it in a bag, a, you know, just a regular bag, they won't open it. But otherwise, everything is examined. So there again, I had to be a little careful because I didn't want to get her in trouble. But um, anyway, she, um, when the war was over, and I'll never forget, she sent me a whole little book. In fact, I think I saw, showed you that yeah. with the Berlin Wall coming down. She oh. was there for that. Oh, in 89. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. And eventually, I actually got to meet her. As the wife, wife of a plas- pastor, she um, was, uh, after this war, you know, it was, she was going to a conference in Vancouver, and she had a layover in to- Toronto. And she called and she said, couldn't you please come and we can spend some time together? And I told Bill and he said, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> so he drove me there that night. To Toronto. So we would have all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. And we spent the weekend with her. I went to the, a German church. And um, anyway, it was, it was amazing. So she was the daughter of a pastor? No, she she was the wife of a pastor. She married a pastor. Yeah, I don't know much about her family. She lived with her mother. She never mentioned a dad, but she lived with her mother. Um, She didn't have any brothers that I know of, but she had, when she got married, she did get married to this pastor, Denny, and they had three children. And, um, but this is all after the war, of course. Yeah. But oh, yeah, because you, were, the, you were roughly the same age. So yeah. you started writing each other when you were well, 10 years old or something like let's this. Let's see, how old Eight. are you when you're seventh grade? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we had a 11, very long yeah, 11, and wonderful, wonderful relationship. And I'm so thankful I got to meet her. And I just know sometimes, you know, what happened to her? You just don't know, you know? 
And it's that's sad. So you you sent her a letter, mm-hmm. and it and it got returned. And you know she was in the same place all her all her life. She never moved ever. It was one house they lived in, and so I, I actually, who did I contact in the Lutheran Church over there, seeing if they could find something. You know, yeah. What happened to her? But how I did never you? How did you? Response. How do you spell her her married name? Oh, her. Her married name is D E H N E Denny. Okay. Oh, and her maiden name was Arend A R E N D. Do you remember her husband's name, the pastor? No. Oh wait, maybe I could, but I don't think so. Well, if it comes to you, let us know. I have I have things saved that um, you know have pictures of them both and their family, and I still kept those. <laughs> That's fa- so. Yeah, we ended up. That's a fascinating story, isn't it? I, this is one of the reasons I love doing these. Sorry. So we started talking about your mom and dad, yeah. uh, and then we How we ended we up ta- then we ended up talking about Mister Stellan. Stellwangen, yeah. Stellwangen, Stellwangen, and now we're talking about Margot Denny, yeah. who is the wife of a Luther. Is he, he's a Lutheran pastor. Yes, Lutheran pastor. Who was a Lutheran pastor in Germany, in Magdeburg, nonetheless. Right. Uh, so, boy, when we did the Bible study on the Magdeburg Colloquy, you had oh, to just... Yeah. Magdeburg Confession. That is what it is, the Magdeburg yeah. Confession. You you had to have been reveling in that. <laughs> well, I guess a little bit, but not, you know, it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and gee, I also had another pen pal in, in Hawaii. Okay. Midori Yamamoto. Don't ask me how to spell it, but it's just like that, it sounds, that, Yamamoto. That's, that's got to be... Japanese in origin, Probably, of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But anyway, I also had a teacher from grade school that went to teach over there. In Hawaii. And, mm-hmm, because I never would have known what happened to her either. She died in a tsunami. They call them tsunamis now. Back then they called them tidal waves. Yeah. And she and her whole family perished. So that one was only like two years that I wrote to her. But that was interesting too. You know, two different, totally different area you know areas of the world absolutely so here again blessed you know (laughs) um then where were we (laughs) well no that i mean that that's fascinating so mom and dad Mm -hmm. um and this fascinating living situation that Mm -hmm. you had Mm -hmm. with mrs evans with Mm -hmm. mrs evans right and trips around and and Mm -hmm. so and and then you know you end up with at jordan evangelical lutheran school Mm -hmm. and you know and a teacher what what else is on your your list of things that I think yeah oh my trip to New York that was a big challenge too when I graduated from high school I was going to go to University of Wisconsin um, to study occupational therapy even though my heart was in music (laughs) why I wanted to do that I think it was an article I read or something and I got there, and I think I spent almost a semester there. And then I get a call from my best friend from high school, Bobby Ann Reed. She had gone directly to New York, and she needed a roommate. And she said, Dorothy, you're all into theater and music. Why don't you just come? So I did. <laughs> and what year was this? Um, let's see. That would have, see here again, years are going by. My, I don't know. I would have been, let's see, well, 18 when I graduated, so I would have been about 19. So that okay. was your, like, going into your second year of college or in the middle no, of your first year? No, just middle of my first year. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I, 
I was so amazed that my folks went along with it. So you'd finished a semester at, at the University of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You get a note from your friend in New York. And so you say, you know what? I'm going to leave Wisconsin and go live in New York for a while. I think the re- main reason was, though, I was disappointed in my choice. And I didn't know about transferring to different studies, you know. Right, you didn't know and you could I do thought, that. I think I was put into a practice class with children that were in really bad shape, and I was too emotional about mm. it. Yeah. So I that was the other reason I think I kind of jumped at that. I was kind of not happy where right, I, I was. Wanna, I want to talk about this trip to New York, but we're at a time for a break. Okay. So we're, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to oh. start. <laughs> I wanna, we want to hear about this trip to New York. Thanks for joining us at Christ in All Things. You're welcome. For show notes and other information about this or other episodes of Christ in All Things, visit ChristInAllThings.org. Comments may be emailed to comments at ChristInAllThings.org. To support Christ in All Things, click the donate page at either ChristInAllThings.org or SPLCO.org. In thanks for a one-time gift of $100 or more, you receive a pair of nerdy blue light blocking glasses with the Christ in All Things logo on them. Pastor Shockman loves these. That is so not true. Patrons who subscribe for a monthly gift of $20 or more will have early access to the show and receive some on-air clapping, as well as a pair of Wisconsin-made Christ in All Things hiking socks. Gifts of $1,000 or more will receive thunderous on-air clapping. And a word of thanks, plus a handmade leather Christ in All Things folio by the Murdy Creative Company. For a gift of $10,000 or more, we will go bleeping bananas. Do a happy dance and take the show on the road to your home or wherever it is you'd like to fly us to record with you. All post-production surplus supports youth ministry at St. Paul's. Thank you for your support. Christ in All Things is a production of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. For more information about St. Paul's, visit splco.org, email us at info at splco.org, or call us at 262-567-5001. Intro, outro music, setting by Joseph Hurl, copyright 1998, Concordia Publishing House, used with permission.